We're back. We're back. The Five Guys podcast number seven. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. I forgot. I, I forgot that we uh, press record, and I, I forgot you were like you're in it. You're in oh, the. I always turn on. You're all. You're always on. You're always on. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I guess. I guess we're live. I guess we're back. We're live. We're back. We're, that's the only way I do it. I love it. I love. It. Well, welcome back to the Five Guys podcast, boys uh, and girls. Everyone. Everyone's welcome. Cats, dogs alike. Um, yeah. Do you want to hit them with the intro? What are we talking yeah. about today? So welcome to the Five Guys podcast. This podcast is the guide that takes you down the path to financial independence, or FI as we like to call it. Yep. Um, I'm your host, Chris, and this is Dominic. Howdy. Um, in this episode, we're going to be diving into finding your why. I also like to call that the Wi-Fi <laughs> or the FI why. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's really important before we I know in the last podcast, we kind of started diving really deep into uh, exactly your every mechanic of financial independence. And I feel that for some of our viewers, we might have lost them. Mm-hmm. So what I think we should do is maybe, and I'm really excited about this, taking every, taking a step back and let's make a FI crash course. I love it. You know, yeah. I think we can, over the next 12 episodes, we're just going to take one subject at a time. Mm-hmm. And this subject, I think it's the most crucial thing of them all, is finding your why. Okay. Why are you trying to pursue financial independence? Because I can tell you from personal experience, this isn't always the easiest path, and it's a very unconventional path. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you define at the beginning, I think it was Simon Sinek in his book, Start With Why, uh, he talks about if you're able to define that at the beginning, you can actually kind of elevate or pitch that to yourself, elevate or pitch it to your spouse, because maybe that might be a difficult thing um, <laughs> yeah. to have someone else, bring someone else into this path with you. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about is finding your why. We're going to talk about our whys and... Yeah, stuff like that. A lot of exciting stuff. I'm excited for this uh, new course we have, though. It's it's. Um, I think it's needed. I think it's definitely yeah. needed. A good framework and it gives you a good foundational, uh, you know, good foundation for finance. If you're new to it, you know, not everybody is obsessed and as nerdy with finance as we are. Yeah. And uh, that's our. There's nothing wrong with that. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, there's. There's enough of us around, so that's why you know that you wouldn't have us, and we wouldn't have you. It's it's a perfect perfect relationship. So Dom, tell me about your week. What did you do before we dive into everything? You know, I, this is this is almost unrelated to finance. That's totally fine. Totally fine. I I slept on my back completely wrong. You know, I was reading the study where it's like if you sleep on your stomach, uh, you often like bring a leg up, and that like pinches the lower back. And that's exactly what I did about four nights ago. Huh. So I am. I'm done sleeping on my stomach. I'm sleeping all on my side. Uh, Matt might even try like a like a Dracula, like sleeping on my back, hands crossed. Go. Yeah, you little little gold coins on my on my eyes. But um, yeah, no. Other than that, you know, I had to take a little bit of time off the gym. But um, I'm very tempted to uh, go back to the gym right after this recording. Just like get something simple and get maybe maybe just do some arms or something. Hit the sauna. Like I tell you, they're opening that new gym down the street. As soon as they do, I have the passes already ready so I can take a guest. So I love it. We I and I can it. go and train together and get a little bit extra time, some more fun. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, when it comes to talking about sleeping on your stomach, I've been able to sleep on my stomach since uh, I got in a bad car crash years and years ago. I actually broke my, my lower lumbar. Really? Yeah, so... I was then when I realized that whenever you sleep on your stomach, depending on how soft your bed is, it's a lot of pressure on your lower it is. on your lower back. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm a side sleeper and a back sleeper. Mm-hmm. When I'm sleeping on my side, I'm usually pretty good. But when I sleep on my back, my wife says I snore. I don't believe it, but my wife says I snore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then for me, this last week, um, my best friends and I, we we all got married actually within the last like year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
each time someone we get married, like, oh, let's do a bachelor party. Cool. And we try to plan it out. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to get us all together because yeah. we're all in different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. um, so this last weekend, we finally did our, our three-way bachelor party. I love um, we went out to the Kern River. That's out in California, right outside of L.A. in Bakersfield. Um, and we did a two-day whitewater rafting trip. That's awesome. Lots of fun. Um, but that kind of brings us back to you know, finding your why. You know, for some of the people there who weren't as fit, Mm -hmm. um, you can definitely see that by day two, they were like struggling to make it, struggling to make it. Mm -hmm. And I think had those people had a definitive why they're doing this, you know, some people came with their families. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure for some of those people that were really struggling, they said, my why right now, the reason I'm going to fight through doing another day of whitewater rafting, because it is pretty tiring. It's, yeah, it's strenuous if you're not physically, you know, fit. If not, and they're, and they're and like, they'll let anyone on. As long as you pay, they'll let yep. you come. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I'm sure a lot of those people were saying, like, the reason I'm here is to spend time with my family and I need to push through that. And that kind of leads back to finding your why up front, because mm -hmm. that way when things are getting tough, like when you're on the white, when you're when you're about to hit another category four whitewater raft mm -hmm. and you're looking at it, you're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Can I just tell the guy to just push me off <laughs> push the me side? Off. I'm about to get yeah. thrown overboard. I'm going to fall off anyways. Yeah, just yeah. Do it. You know, but it's those kind of things, finding that why at front, up front to say, like, I'm doing this for my family. You can even say, I already paid the money. I'm going to finish it off. Whatever your why is, you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think finding your why up front is very important. I know for me, uh, and I know for you, you've mentioned your why many times. But for me, it's mm -hmm. like, I want to just have the freedom to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. You know, if I want to just make videos on finance or anything else and just do that all day, I can do it. You know, or if I want to like start a little... A new recipe, I can do it, you know, and I don't have to be tied down by a job or, or worse, but tied down by finance and debt and putting myself in a bad situation. So, I mean, it's definitely, and uh, I think I read this thing, it was like making your why bigger than you is really important because a lot of times people have no problem letting themselves down, but I'm not going to let down, you know, my future wife or my parents or work colleagues, I don't want to let them down, you know, so making it bigger than just yeah. you. And I could talk to that, I mean, quite a bit. I mean, I was already on the path to five before I got married to my wife. Um, we were, I was actually doing it while we were dating and everything. But, you know, once we actually got married, it even supercharged even more, you mm -hmm. know, because now we want to even spend more time together. My wife's a doctor, so she's very, very busy. Um, but it just makes those moments that you do have together mm -hmm. that much more valuable. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, in addition to that, I don't have kids yet. We're planning on having kids eventually, but you've met my, you've met all my animals. Yep. Um, I have three dogs and a cat and those are like my kids. Uh, so for me, it's being able to make sure I have valuable time uh, for people who are just listening on the podcast right in front of me here on YouTube. I have the, I work hard so my dogs can have a better life. <laughs> uh, mug, and I love that it. is uh, very much true. But yeah, I mean, for me that that's, you know, you talked about your five and mm -hmm. first it sounds to me like it's a lot about, um, being able to pursue your passions, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And not necessarily taking or stopping work just for the sake of never working again because you can only play backgammon for so long before you get tired. Yeah. But more just to be able to have the security to do what you want. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what America was founded on, just freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, freedom. That's it. And uh, we're just trying to achieve a part of that. And I feel like financial freedom is the first step to truly being free. Yeah. So, I mean, we just got to make sure that whenever we're pursuing FI, you know, it's making sure that we know that our end goal is to have enough assets mm -hmm. to cover our living expenses without relying on unemployment. Yeah. Remember that most people, when they hit FI, like I said, they don't just quit their life because that's a good way to die real fast because yeah. you have no more purpose. Um, 
you know, the, most people, they actually continue to make money after they've reached that fight or they get to pursue a lifelong passion that they've always wanted. That's actually my story. Yeah. You know, be able to do this, have this podcast and be a financial advisor and help other people achieve what I've been able to achieve. I love that. You know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I say we, um, when we talk about FI, there's always just, there's the three principles. We've talked about this on past podcasts, but remember it comes down to just three fundamentals. Number one is spend less. So reducing expenses is key to building wealth. For sure. Um, I think the second principle is earning more. You know, you can always earn more money so you can increase your income. That's going to accelerate you on that path to FI. And the final thing is invest better. Yeah. You know? I think each one of those are equally as important because you can always spend too much. Mm -hmm. You can always make too little and you can always make bad investment decisions. So each one should be taken very seriously. Yeah. And they all work together, right? Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, most people, as they earn more, mm -hmm. they begin to spend more too. Yeah. So if you just keep that like spending level and accrue it over time, then that gives you more time, right? It's always um, how much money you're bringing in minus your expenses is that gap. Yeah. And that gap is what allows us to pursue FI. It, Absolutely. That's the driver of FI. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't want to be working your whole life just to just to die, you know? No. And unfortunately, that's that's the common path, right? Mm -hmm. Most people, um, you know, especially in our age demographic, they go to college. Yeah. They end up leaving college six figures in debt. Yeah. And now they spend the next 20 years trying to get back to zero. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's That's rough. That's and you know, yeah, and I'm not saying that college is wrong for everybody. I, I college I'm, is great. I'm a proponent of college. I went to college. Yeah. Um, same, yeah, you went to college. I think both of us we just made sure that when we went to college, it wasn't just for a silly thing, we went there with an actual purpose. Yeah. And I wanted to actually learn something that could actually help me out in the long run, yeah. And there was fun along the way, too, yeah, yeah. of course, of course, of course. You're saying my liberal arts degree wasn't. Wasn't useful? Uh, mine was in psychology, so it was also... Okay, fun, so. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, yeah, no, we definitely have to uh, align with your spending values as well. And mm -hmm. it it can make or break. This is one thing I think is so interesting that you kind of brought up a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. that you started FI before your relationship, but it's super important that your person, your couple, your partner is also on the same page. Oh, yeah. You know, because you don't want to have one person who makes all the money and spends all the money. You know, it's like... You have to be one. You have to be a unit, a cohesive unit, and you both have to know your values and, you know, spend it on the same goal that you guys have towards, you know? Yeah, I think um, it's kind of a, might be a mean thing to say, but unfortunately, the biggest expense you're going to have in your life, or like the biggest negative expense you can have in your life is finding the wrong partner. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> That's know? pretty good. Because eventually you might yeah. lead to divorce, but majority of divorces, I think it's like 60 or 70% of divorces is due to finance. Yeah. yeah. So making sure that you guys are on the same page. And I think a lot of it just comes down to talking about your values with your partner. And mm -hmm. eventually at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give everyone a homework assignment so that's that way they can take it to the next podcast and have a little bit of something. But I'm going to urge you to do that with your partner. Yeah. And I'll urge it again when we get to the end. Um, but yeah, understanding your values are crucial, but then understanding your values as a couple is also very crucial because if, if you are in a couple, if you're not in a couple, mm -hmm. um, you know, those, once you, once you do join a couple, it's not just about you all, all the time anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you, it doesn't even have to be a couple thing. Like it can be a family thing too. Yeah. You know, imagine it instead of rather just having like your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife, you know, it can be mom and dad, the brothers all imagine having a, an entire cohesive family all focused on one financial goal, you know, or if it was like, uh, I heard that this is really common in uh, Arabic cultures where 
all of the families, they pool their money together. Mm -hmm. So they'll get one big house, they'll get multiple cars, and they'll just pool all their money together. And it's just like, it's so interesting to me. It's like the entire family unit is directed towards a specific financial goal. Say it's like uh, invest X amount of dollars or get a piece of real estate, you know, something like that. I think it's I think that's so beautiful. I think finance can be a very beautiful thing. It is. And you think about like those cultural demographics and how important they are. You know, um, I'm, I'm Hawaiian and, and I'm Spanish or Mexican. Um, and I'm white as toast. <laughs> there you go. There's the skin. Yeah. Um, we got to color grade this in post. For those that don't yeah. know, uh, when we get the recording back, I'm as white as a ghost. Like I'm very pale, especially compared to Chris. And uh, I always have to like color grade it. So he I color grades it halfway down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if I stick my hands over here and it's like, why is Dom so white when he goes over there? It's like, no, no, don't worry. Yeah, don't look at it. Don't, don't look at that. Don't look at that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit whiter in person. But yeah, you were saying uh, about uh, the culture. Yeah, about I, th I think when you have a cultural thing or when the whole family is engaged, it just mm -hmm. brings it that much more life and constant um, thought process. So in in Mexican culture, there's the quinceanera. Mm -hmm. So when the girl turns fifteen, they have this huge, huge party. And um, you know, I grew up not with a lot of money. And I saw a lot of these families throwing these huge parties and I knew that they didn't have a lot of money either. Very lavish. Yeah, and I was yeah. trying to figure out how do they do this? So when a girl is born in Spanish culture, Mexican culture, they start saving from day one for that quinceanera. Really? Yeah, and the family, usually the dad and the, that family is just trying to save and sometimes they'll even bring in other members of the family to help contribute to that. Now imagine if we were able to take that, mm -hmm. that but then unfortunately in a lot of Mexican cultures, saving is not a big thing or like investing, mm -hmm. reaching financial independence isn't uh, isn't very culturally normal. I find that they live for today. Yeah, and that's but, great. You and that's great. And you know what's interesting? They're usually, the Mexicans are usually the happiest people. Oh yeah. 100%. They're usually the happiest it's people. It's so much fun. I love them. They're, they're, they're so amazing. It's so much fun. They're so amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, half my family is Mexican actually, fun fact. Really? Yeah, my mom is, uh, my my great-grandparents are actually from Mexico. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't tell because like no. the other's half is like my great-grandparents are from like Italy and Ireland, but yeah. Very, very yeah. white. You, you can see the whiteness on they, them. They yep. take it away. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I can tell from your mom that she's not like full white. No. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's important like if you have that, that cultural tie to and that family dynamic to also like push you, um, it allows you just to really align your values and leading to more fulfillment. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So do you want to identify our Wi-Fi? Yeah. Our, now, we're not talking about an internet here. Our phi, our Y of phi. Or our phi Y. Phi Y. Or Y of phi. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It's, the, the joke is there. Y of phi. I think phi Y is pretty funny sounding. <laughs> They're both great. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes down to the listener, I mean, understanding your phi is... 100% crucial because like we talked about this is an unconventional path and a lot of your friends might not understand if you're saying hey I'm not going to go out with you guys this this time mm -hmm. um, you know, they might make fun of you they might do something like that but remember you are the aggregate of the five people you spend the most time with yeah. so I'm not saying lose your friends if they don't accept your five path because remember everyone needs their time to come to a conclusion yeah. if Dom came to me and said I'm going to start spending all my money, I would also be taking it back for a little bit. Yeah. You know, and yep. I would probably take me some time and I would probably try to tell him, you don't want to do that either. It sounds silly. It sounds silly. Yeah. I think it's important, uh, like Chris was just saying, to also have those checks and balances. Mm -hmm. You know, have friends that aren't afraid to tell you, hey, that's a bad decision. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not a good, that's not a good idea. You know, and a real friend will tell you that what you're doing is not a great idea. Now, granted, you got to take that with a grain of salt because... A lot of friends mean well, 
but they also don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, careful where you get your information. But yeah, you got to make sure you also have good friends. Um, you know, think about this for yourself and, and for other people. When you hear that your best friend got a raise or is buying a house, is the mm -hmm. first thing that you think of is good for them? Yeah. Or is you think, damn it, that's not me. Because yeah. unfortunately, a lot of us have those friends that think that, damn, that's not me. And they get a little jealous. And I'm not saying it's not okay to be a little jealous, but mm -hmm. you want to surround yourself with people who uplift you. uplift you and think like, oh, wow, Dom got a raise or whatever. That's super cool. Great for Dom. Mm -hmm. Not damn it, I didn't get a raise. I yeah. deserve a raise more than Dom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want those positive friends that can be proud of you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not all competition. You know, it, competition's good, but it's good to be a good friend. Yeah. You know? And remember, if you, if maybe you don't have those those types of people readily available to you. Um, you know, when I said that quote, the, you're the aggregate of the five most people you spend the most time with, mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be in person. It no. could be something like reading books. That's how, I mean, that's how I was able to learn and kind of grow up was by reading books by Warren Buffett, you know, Bill Ackman, Ray Dalio. Yep. starting to learn from them. And then podcast is a great one. YouTube is a great one. Absolutely. Um, you know, the reason, one of the big reasons we started our podcast is to make sure that we actually got good financial information out there because yep. you got to be careful when you go down the YouTube rabbit hole or TikTok. down the TikTok yeah, rabbit yep, hole because yep. sometimes it gets a little... Dicey. As, it does. Uh, it does. As to yep. the recommendations, but just finding good sources of information. Books are usually the best way to go because mm -hmm. at some point someone had to take time to actually write the book. It's not just kind of off the cuff like we're doing with mm -hmm. during our podcast. Yeah. You know, we could certainly say something wrong and yeah. we'd just kind of let it go. But with a book, you have to actually have to read it and someone has to edit it. Yeah. And they're not going to let that much BS flow through. The easier Hopefully. it is. Yeah. It's like the easier it is for someone to put something out, the more suspicious you should be. Yeah. You know, it's easy to make a TikTok. It's harder to publish a book. That's you know? true. And it's even harder to have a bestseller or 10,000 copies sold, mm -hmm. you know, become a classic. Like some of those Ray Dalio books you were saying. Yeah, some of the my favorite like TikToks when I do, I don't really watch them at all. It's just some people send them to me. Yeah. Usually, unfortunately, usually it's a client and they're going, hey, I saw this on oh. TikTok. Can we do this? And then I have to go, we can do a part of this, but they left out huge, huge mm -hmm. parts of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if there's just some guy that picks up their phone and starts talking into it and it's like them inside of their Honda Civic and yeah. they're telling you, you know, Honda Civics are great cars, but, yeah, you know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Civic. No, no, but they have like their 93 Honda Civic and they're telling you how to live your life. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it's like you should take advice from people who you want to be where, on what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you wouldn't take... You wouldn't take cooking advice from someone who only eats ramen noodles every night. Yeah. You know, like you don't know nothing about the five-star cuisines and stuff like that. You know, you wouldn't take financial advice from someone who's broke and is bad with money. Yeah, no, that and that's important. And unfortunately, that's that's a yeah. lot of the influencers out there. You know, they kind of they, they sell the lifestyle. They don't sell Yeah. Yeah, they they're trying to push a course mm -hmm. or something like that. And like we're literally we're not selling anything, guys. Like no. we're just doing this out of the goodness of our heart. Uh and we just this is fun. Like we this, we we take enjoyment. This is like our hobby. Yeah, it's great for you. You get to learn some stuff. Um, I get to actually try to make my ideas speakable mm -hmm. um, so that when I am talking with my clients, I don't have to kind of run around in circles to say something. Yeah. So it's, it's good for both of us. Um, you know. and, and I mean, it's interesting too. It's like uh, just on YouTube, we have just in the short amount of time that we've been posting stuff, we have 3,500 views. And it's like, that's 3,500 people that saw our content. Yeah, and might get something out of it because you never know what person and in what sequence of words they're gonna say that might make an impact on somebody. I remember for me, when I first found Phi, mm -hmm. I think it was probably on a podcast. And the reason that I fell so hard into financial independence for me yeah. 
um, was I hated the job I was working at. You know, I, I did the traditional path. I went to college. Mm -hmm. I got a good job. I was making good money, but it was a grind. And I knew that it was not something that would be sustainable. It wasn't no. something that I enjoyed. It legitimately sucked my life force away from me. Yeah. So my find, the reason that it needed to happen so quick was it was kind of like a do or die situation. Like I need this to happen because I don't know how much longer I can make it. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Um, That's a scary place to be. It is scary. And a lot of people are there. Yeah. And they're there every day, mm -hmm. you know, um, and they're there every day. But once you start to kind of grow and you can have a little bit, once you get that little, little bit of security of having a little bit of a savings, um, and then from there, you got to have a plan where you're actually investing money and you get to see your money growing. You'd be like, hey. I'm right now I get to this point where I have six months. If I had lost my job, I can make it for six months. Then imagine that going to a year, two years, five years, 10 years. Yeah. You know, you're like, I don't have to bring in income for the next 10 years. And, and then at that point, now I need to really figure something out. Yeah. But there's no way in heck I'm going to sit around for 10 years doing nothing. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's beautiful. I think that's really beautiful. It, I read this study where it was saying that uh, they did this test on rats, and this will tie in, don't worry, it's going to get out there for a second, but they did this study on rats, and it was saying um, the rat, they tested the speed at which the rat was running, mm -hmm. and they relate the, you know, the rat to humans, and basically the test was saying that the rat ran fast towards food when it was hungry, mm -hmm. but when the rat, they tested it again with a cat behind it, like the smell of a cat, Okay. and the mouse ran faster, so... The kind of like the, the, the bio of it or the results of it was basically you can run towards phi and that's great. That's awesome. And we're going to get there. You know, like I want to be financially independent. That's awesome. But if you want to get there quicker, focus on what you're running from, you know, because you're going to run. Say you're in a dark forest and you see like this creature running towards you. You're going to run pretty far away, pretty fast, you know. So the important thing is like for me, at least what I'm running towards is having the ability to do whatever I want, whenever I want, record 10 podcasts in a week, have hot cocoa, you know, just, 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 just experience life, you know, go to restaurants, movies, all that fun stuff. But what I'm running away from is that nine to five. I'm running away from that cubicle for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. And I'm running away from the fact that if I don't get in control of my finance, I won't be able to spend time with the people that I love and their time is limited. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a big thing for me too, is, um, you know, why is my, cause my wife, she's a doctor when, mm -hmm. when, when we have kids, she's not going to be the one who's going to take a step back from work to be there with the kids. When I was growing up, my both, both my parents were military. Yeah. Um, so I remember being raised by my grandparents and stuff like that. Um, and I wanted to be sure that I wasn't going to repeat that, that yeah. thing. So when, when I have my kids, I want to be able to be sure that I am there for them every single day. And I want them to be like, I can't remember a day that dad wasn't home yeah. annoying us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. I mean, you can definitely see like how much that, how important that is to you just in the way, like your eyes and everything. And I think that's, that's really when you know, like you have a good why, a good strong why yeah. is it's really, it's important to you. Yeah. And there's, it's, and there's so many different types of whys, right? I mean, mine might be family time. Mm -hmm. um, but another big one of my whys is travel and being, I think that the travel even plays into the family time because you're traveling and you're building, um, what I could call memory dividends. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you yeah. have this, my, while it may have cost money right now, mm -hmm. it's going to give me something to remember with me and my wife for the rest of our life. We get to look back on these times. Um, but for other people, it could just be financial security just to not feel like you're stuck in a situation. Um, you know, it could have been a career change, could be retirement. 
like you, just to have autonomy over your time. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's nothing better than waking up in the morning and not having to go to a job and knowing that you're financially set. You know, it's like, hey, what do we, yeah, I mean, you guys know the feeling like when you're on vacation, it's like the first day of vacation, you wake up and you're like, ah, what are we going to do today? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do today? It's like, that's what I'm shooting for with finance, with FI, you know, my wife, that's my Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'll tell you, for me, when I, when I finally got to that stage, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I kind of, I like to call myself, I'm at Wi-Fi. So as long as my wife is still making money, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have enough on my end, but we together, yeah. we, you combine it, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, but, oh shoot, where was I going with this? Where was I, what was I talking about a second ago? Uh, you were talking about uh, Wi-Fi and you're like halfway, you know, because she works as okay. a doctor and stuff. Because um, I know like for us, I don't know, for uh, most guys, like we can eat ramen noodles, chicken and rice oh, for like sense. forever, mm -hmm. for a long time. Like we, we're in a real nice house right now. We don't really need a big house. Like we can live very Spartan-like, mm -hmm. you know, it's not a problem. You know, do we want to live like that? Uh, not, not all my life, you know, but, um, you know, when you have, you're saying like your wife uh, works, you, she brings in good money, mm -hmm. you bring in good money. Uh, you're at the point now where you can sustain yourself without having to, you know, do the nine to five or do your job and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but when you combine also with your partner, like we talked mm -hmm. about earlier, then things need to change a little bit. So mm -hmm. I don't have that, um, that amount of money right now mm -hmm. to have for both to be able to retire. But I don't think my wife, my wife loves her job. Yeah. She's not going to want to retire. And there's I, nothing I, wrong with that. Like, that's awesome. Like if you have a job and you're passionate about it, you wake up and you're like, this is great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super awesome. And, and you're, and that doesn't mean a lot of people's why, unfortunately, is escaping, escaping the rat race. Mm -hmm. And there are some people that might be listening and say, I love working. Like I, I never wanted to change. I want to work forever. And that's great. Yeah. And you should continue to do that. But also pursuing five, because you don't know one day you might wake up and that might change. Or you can get like all of a sudden a new boss comes in or you get some new clients or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the day shows up where you're just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. And it's like, it's interesting. It's like um, if you were, you love your job, you know, say you're like your wife, she's a doctor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And maybe one day she wakes up and she's like, you know what? I don't really want to practice under my bosses. Maybe I want to start my own practice, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, but I don't have any money to like, you know, I'm rich, but I'm not wealthy, you know? Yeah, and that's that's something we can get into. That's might be a whole other podcast in itself. Well, that that was that was my journey. Mm -hmm. You know, after I worked my my corporate job for whatever, and it was terrible, and I didn't like it. I eventually, I was able to build up enough to feel secure enough to take actually a pretty sizable pay cut mm -hmm. to move into a financial realm. You know, because I had, I have experienced finance personally. Mm -hmm. And I was good at it, but that doesn't mean that I can also be an advisor. So I had to take a pay cut in order to start working under um, a registered investment advisory firm yep. where they were able to teach me and I was able to grow there. And I was able to grow there for another few years. And then eventually, due to how much you know I had saved up, I knew I'm going to go and go do this on my own so I don't have to be underneath somebody else. I can really take the clients and do what I think is in the best interest of them and kind of pursue my own way of doing things, mm -hmm. knowing that if it doesn't work out, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, because I still have money set aside for that. Yeah. And, you know, am I drawing down some of that? Of course, I'm drawing down some of that, but it's okay because I can always build it back. I think there's something so beautiful about having a nice plan. Yeah. You know, the fear of uncertainty is a terrible thing to hold inside. You know, it's so important to just come up with a plan. And in today's world, it's so easy. I mean, you could literally go on ChatGPT and be like, just could you write me a financial plan? Like, this is how much I make. This is my expenses. Like, 
you know, or even just like contacting a financial advisor. Yeah. You know? And I know that's, um, you know, it's a lot easier nowadays. To, mm -hmm. It's easier than it's ever been. But now there's more information out there. And a lot, of, unfortunately, a lot of the information is contradicting itself. True. You know, so again, it comes back to what do you believe? You know, and um, you know, I do think that anyone can reach financial independence. I, I don't buy on their own. But if you really want to supercharge that, or if you're you're that kind of person that says I want to do it, but I just don't want to invest the time. I want to. I'm a doctor. I am a dentist. I'm a whatever. Yeah. I don't have time to do that. I think it's a great place to look for a financial advisor and make for someone there that you can actually help out with. Right. Yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with having someone hold your hand. Mm -hmm. You know that that's amazing. Like they say, like if you want to go somewhere quicker go with someone who's already been, Yeah. you know, and a financial advisor is just that, Yep. you know, you wouldn't, if you're new to the gym and you want to get ripped, like when actors want to get ripped, they get a personal trainer, you know, because they've been there. They know what they're doing. They're, they spend their entire life in this section of the world and they're experts at it. You know? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and then kind of going back to this, the standard path and like just feeling trapped all the time. It's, mm -hmm. um, you know, I know, I've been there and I know how, how bad it, how bad it feels, you know, and then uh, things kind of build up. You have a kid now and then you just feel like you're just digging a deeper and deeper hole. And unfortunately the thing that you got to do when you feel that you're digging a hole and you're getting trapped is you need to stop digging. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, they just keep on digging because they feel stuck and then they start to fall down this rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with dad or, you know, having poor impulse control and just, I want it, I get it, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, you, you, you have to be disciplined. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We talked about that last time. <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extreme ownership. Extreme ownership. It just comes down to ownership. Yep. Um, yep. But, you know, you just have to sometimes buck conventional wisdom yeah. and kind of pursue your own path. And, you know, I encourage everyone to search new ideas, search new ideas with us. You know, we're going to try to throw as many ideas as we possibly can for increasing pay and doing all mm -hmm. those things. Um, you know, have you ever heard of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs? I feel like I'm about to hear about it. Really? You've never heard of it? I'm sure I've heard of okay. it. But I, 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 you know, let's let's learn me something. Teach me something. So Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs talks a lot about, uh, so envision a pyramid. Okay. On the bottom of the pyramid is your physical needs. Okay. So that means, you know, air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing. Um, gotcha. Re reproduction. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, he has a chart up here and I was like, is he going to say that? I'm, I'm going to say it. He's yeah. going to say it. Send it. Yeah, let's go. So before we start to pursue up the up the path of the pyramid, mm -hmm. we need to make sure that those physiological needs are done. Mm -hmm. No one's going to try to become a Buddhist monk if they're starving and they don't have, and they're, they're, they can't breathe. Yeah. Yep. You're yeah. not, not going to try to self-actualize at that mm -hmm. point. Right above that is safety needs. So that means your personal security. Do you feel you have employment? Do you have resources? Are you healthy? Do you have a place to lay your head at night? Yep. Luckily, here in America, and for many places around the world now, and of course there are other places that aren't, but your physical needs are already met. Yeah. You know, most people are able to, to have food, water, mm -hmm. shelter, and, and sleep. Yeah. And a little bit of clothing. Um, and then a lot of people, unfortunately, in America are just kind of sticking in the safety needs where they're more of the personal security, the employment, the resources, and they're focusing just on that. Mm -hmm. But when you're only focused on that, you can't move up the chain. Um, the next level over safety is love and belonging. So do you have friendships? Do you have intimacy, family, and a sense of connection? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that people who are stuck in the safety needs, they don't have family, they don't have intimacy, but do they really have the sense of connection? Are they really able to dedicate the time that they need to those things? Um, above that is esteem. So do you have respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and we always talk about financial freedom. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and only when you're able to kind of reach all of those levels can you actually go to the final one, which is a self-actualization. So desire to become the most that you can be. I love that. You know, and that's where that. that's where I feel I am right now. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying things, throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what works. And, you know, I really like that we've been able to meet, start the podcast. Yeah. You know, even if we only reach one person and our, our words change one person's life, yeah. it, that could be the same thing that happened to me. Um, you know, I just heard about fire on a podcast and I was like, what is that? What is fire? Mm-hmm. And then I Googled fire mm-hmm. and of course it just pulls up a bunch of fire. Yeah. Um, and then I had to finally realize like, oh, fire is an acronym. Yep. For financial independence, retire early. Mm-hmm. And then I started delving down the rabbit hole. And then that's what kind of led me to where we are now today. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. No, I think that's a really that's a really good uh, tool for, you know, the structure of how things really are. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good way. I love that, you know, desire to become your best version. I think that's definitely what I'm shooting for every day is just be my best, my best self. But I'm still, you know, I'm still getting up there with the safety needs and the love and belongings and stuff like that. And I feel like I have self-respect for myself, self-esteem. Um, and remember, it's, it's not like it's an all or nothing type thing. And these things do wax and wane too. Mm-hmm. You know, there are times where even I feel like I might not be focused on self-actualization and more I'm focused on love and belonging. Mm-hmm. And these things can move up and down. Definitely. But, you know, if you're really stuck on the bottom rungs, it's very difficult to, to move up. Yeah. So what's like the first step we can take? Yeah. So first one for this, this is your guys' homework this week. Love it. Um, is this is your first project. I want you to create a list. Uh, consider writing down what truly brings you joy in life. Write them down, your top 10 things. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about at the beginning, we're bringing it back. If you have a spouse, do this with them. I would say you do it on your own page and they do it on their page. That way you guys aren't trying, you guys aren't influencing one another. Yeah. And then you guys can also compare and see what things are the same, what things are different. Mm. Um, once you have those 10 things that bring you the most joy in life, and this is going to be, this isn't an easy thing to do. It sounds easy to write down what things bring me, what top 10 things bring you the most joy, but it's not, it's not very easy. Mm. After that, I want you to look at those top 10 things and then say, am I spending my time, my resources, and my money on these 10 things, mm-hmm. or are they going towards something else? Yeah. Yeah. So could you give us an example of like 10 things, <clears throat> maybe not 10 things specifically, but a few things that might be in your list? Yeah. For me, it's spending quality time with my family. My For right now, that's my wife and my dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cat. And the cat. And the Thank cat. you. Can't forget the cat. Can't in, case, forget. in case the cat watches the podcast. Can't forget Kailea. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's spending time with, with my animals. Uh, and then the next thing is spending time with my with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to be like a good steward. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it's probably, you know, feeling that that sense of security for mm-hmm. me is always really big. Growing up, I didn't have that sense of security. Um, so that's something I still struggle with today, you know, feeling that I have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think after that, for me, the biggest thing is autonomy of time. Yeah. Like you said, being able to do what I want when I want. Um, just for traveling and travel. Yeah. 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 Just enjoy your money and enjoy your life. You know, you only get one. So let's enjoy it. Yes, yeah, so let's enjoy it. So before we close out, um, yes. I want to bring on a new section if you're okay with that. I love new sections. Can we call it the win of the week? I love that. Okay. I love that. So I have a win of the week I want to go over and I think okay. uh, hopefully you got one. So uh, as I talk, you start thinking. I'll think one. Um, so my win of the week this week, um, my wife and I, we are... Like I said a few times, we're, we're planning on having kids. So we're we're going to be traveling like mm-hmm. crazy over this next uh, pre-kid era. Yeah, eight months or so before yeah. we decide to ha- before we start settling down on that. 
Um, so we are planning a bunch of huge trips. I just got back from uh, from the Kern River. Um, Alaska. Alaska. Japan. You're going on a big trip soon, too. I'm going on a big trip, too. Yeah, and that's true. When you come back, two yep. days later, I'm actually going to... Um, to Costa Rica, or not Costa Rica, I'm sorry, um, to Cancun Ooh, for, okay. for five days. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's but, cool. Oh, so but right now, the big thing we're trying to plan out is Japan. That's Japan, a big one. Japan's been tough. You're going to like this. We're, we've, we've decided we're going to go to uh, Disney, Japan. Oh, we're going to go there. see Japan, too. I didn't yeah, they, they're, it's so cool. you got to talk to me about it. Oh, we'll talk about it off cool. camera. Yeah. Um, as we're going to do that. But awesome. our win of the week. If you guys watch any of our videos, I think one of our biggest ones that people really liked was our credit card hacking one. Yep. Um, yep. So I always talk about sign-up bonuses and how valuable those are. So right now, the American Express Platinum, mm-hmm. um, they have a bonus of 80,000 points mm-hmm. for $8,000 spent in the first six months. Yeah. Uh, due to some of the forums that I'm on and different things, uh, I was actually, my wife was, my wife actually found this, not me, because she's actually gotten bigger into into That's credit card fun. hacking. I love it. Into credit card hacking that I was. Really? Yeah. Well, Good she, for she, her. Yeah, so she's, Shout she's, out to her. She's a champ at it. I love that. Um, That's so important. Yeah. And it, That's it's, so It's cool. such a fun game for both yeah. of us to play. Yeah. Um, but she was actually able to find a bonus. So we were able to find an affiliate link that allowed us to get 150,000 points. The average is 80. So it nearly doubled for the same amount of spend in eight months. So we found that last night. That 150,000 points is equivalent to my rough estimation, Mm -hmm. 2,700 or 2,750. That's awesome. Yeah, in value. Yeah. For that credit card. So we she applied last night. She got approved. Well, we should have it by tomorrow. Maybe the next day. Have that new credit card in the mail. It's a it's a pretty nice credit card, isn't it? Oh, it's it's yeah, it's my dopest card. It. I don't think it's the best for um, like everyday spend because it'll no. get you one point back. But you do feel like a baller where you get to throw that heavy card down. Is it metal? Oh, yeah. It's super metal. Oh. And then they have different versions of it. So they yeah. have the normal platinum that's just platinum. Uh, they have one that has like a little bit of like artsy. like. What pink. was the name of the card? Uh, American Express Platinum. American Express Platinum. The only one that's higher than that would be the American Express Black. That one's tough to get into. Yeah. We actually looked into that last night. You have to spend between half a million and a million dollars a year on your American Express card to be offered it. Yeah, because it's invitation only. Invitation only. Yeah. But the Platinum gets you pretty much all the same things, but you don't have the black one to be like, it's black. It's cooler than yours. Yeah, get some spray paint maybe. I don't know. (laughs) In the Centurion Lounge, if you have the black one, they do do have um, special seating that only black black card members get to sit at. Black card members. Black card members get to sit at. But it doesn't doesn't really make that big of a difference. Like maybe their couch is slightly cushier. Yeah. I don't know about spending a million dollars on a card. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's big baller stuff. And my wife and I were talking about like even if we ever had that money, would we do it? No, because we can optimize it by spending on other cards and continue to do what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's wild though. Yeah. So you're gonna spend. You got a huge bonus on a new credit card. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So my uh, what was what's the name of our new segment? Win of the week. Win of the week. My win of the week is uh, I'm actually going to Disney World. And a Disney cruise Ooh. for my birthday. I love if you. This is why he mentioned the Disney stuff. I love Disney stuff. My my mom and I, our entire tree for Christmas is completely Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're Disney freaks, Disney addicts, as one would say. You know, and last time I was in his house, um, you had just a Disney Channel playing on repeat. True. I was like, what, what, what's going on over here? <laughs> it's true. It was the ambience from Disney World Epcot. Mm-hmm. And it was just on a loop. Like, Chris came in. He's like, oh, that's nice. And he walked out. He's like, that's still on. I'm like, yeah, it's on all the time. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I do put on, like, a little uh, Living with a Land music, which is a, a ride in Epcot. 
it's a, like a nice guitar piece. I, I looked and I had I was doing work editing yesterday. I had the thing on for like two and a half hours. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was nice. But um, back to uh, credit card hacking, win of the week. My mom actually had a credit card that she racked up enough points and she got all of our uh, flights there and back for free. Really? What credit card did she get? You know, I'm not 100% sure. I think it was... I don't want to say it and okay. be wrong because I know they'll kill me in the comments. But... Um, you know, it was because my mom, you know, she's in her 60s. She's not big on the computers as one would be in her 60s, but she's really good. Props to her. So she called them up. She's like, you know, I got some points on this card. Can I use them? And they're like, absolutely, man. And she's like, well, what can I use them on? And they're like, you can just get all of your tickets paid for, for the flights. And we're just like, that's freaking awesome. We got like two free bags included too, because it's a 10 day trip. It's going to be, it's going to be a while, but. Yeah, that's that's our uh, financial win of the week. Now I know your mom listened to the podcast. She did. Did did, did yes. we inspire her yes. in any way? Yes, yes we did. Look at that. We're yep. making an yep. impact on lives. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So she she uh, after she saw our episode, she did a little bit more research on the credit card hacking, and she she understands the points now, and she understands what she can use for that, you know. But just taking that first step into that world. And just using your points for something, that's a big, that's a big win. Yeah. That's a big win. You know, one thing, one other, I'm going to add one more I love win it. of the week. Okay. Just if you guys don't mind. No, um, no, 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 no. So yesterday I actually got interviewed by a writer for Geared Magazines. Okay. Um, regarding credit card hacking. Cool. So, yeah, I think in a month or so that'll publish. Oh my God. Talk about, about like, about my, my firm, uh, Mons on Wealth. Mm -hmm. Um because for, for my firm, I'm a financial advisor as well. Um, you know, I focus a lot on not just planning for retirement. Of course, that's always important and planning for your goals, but also living for today. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm one of the few proponents as an advisor who actually teaches my clients how to credit card, how, how to do those things. Mm -hmm. So we're able to take that into the realm of how can this help small business owners? How can this help yeah. every individual person? Because most advisors aren't talking about this kind of stuff. No. Because it's outside of their wheelhouse or they're just mostly focused on the investing side. That's exciting. Yeah, not on the holistic side. And that's so awesome. I think it's kind of cool. That's super cool. That's awesome. You're in a magazine now. Yeah, so I'll, uh, when it comes out, we'll yeah, put it in the comments or something. That's super cool. Um, but yeah, again, guys, let's go back to the actionable step of the week, shall <laughs> yeah. we? Uh, we kind of got off topic. We, kinda, uh, well, we got to the fun side of finance. Yeah. So again, we're all talking about finding your why, uh, how important finding your why is, because this is an unconventional path, and it's going to be fraught with twists and turns and ups and downs, and it's not always easy. Um, we try to make it sound as easy as we can, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be honest, it's not. It's it's different. It's very, very different. Yeah. So finding your why, um, your homework assignment is to make a list. If you have a spouse, please do this with them on separate pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. Write down the 10 things in your life that bring you the most joy. Mm -hmm. What things do you value the most in life? What brings you the most joy entirely? And then after you're done with those, if you have a spouse, compare it with them, compare it, contrast, um, maybe make circles around the ones that are super are, are, are similar are together yep um and try to make that maybe you guys can combine your top 10 take things off each other and make it that and then after that i want you to look at where you're spending your time mm -hmm. where you're spending your money where you're spending your resources and are they aligned with those top 10 things absolutely and if not then we have things to do mm -hmm. so i'm going to have you do the conclusion then i'll do the closing remarks and all we'll get out of here all righty all righty well thank you for joining us on today's financial independence journey your why is your North Star guiding you towards a life aligned with your values. In future episodes, we are diving deeper into the practical aspects of FI. So I hope to see you next time. Stay tuned. All of that. Would you like to I'll go, finish with, this off? go yeah. for it? Let's see it. Let's see it. 
If you found today's episode inspiring, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback helps us reach more listeners. Join us for our next episode where we'll be exploring the tools and strategies that the FI community has tried and tested. Until then, keep your why in focus and start your journey in financial independence today. Awesome. See you guys. Later. This podcast is sponsored by Minds on Wealth. The content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Always consult a financial professional before making any financial decisions. We do not endorse specific products or services. Past performance doesn't guarantee future results. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests and not of the podcast sponsor.